0: Welcome back to Half the Battle. I'm your host as always, Daniel Levy, your co-host Shaq. And man, uh, it's good to have you back in the studio here for the first time in a couple weeks. Going to recap this pretty epic UFC 222 card and welcome back, my man.
1: Yeah, man, it's good to be back. It was an epic weekend. I know you guys heard about it, undefeated, 3-0 on my picks, 3-0 on Dan's picks, Uh, combined profit of 17, over 17 units, and uh, we got the job done.
0: Yeah, I mean, when you go
1: a combined
0: 17.34 units, I I had 9.17 units profit. Shaq had 8.17 units profit. Both undefeated sweeps. I mean, what else is there to
1: say? The last two events were clean sweeps, too. Yeah, man, it was a, it was a great card, and uh, it was good that we could uh, capitalize on some mismatches. So, you know, I had a couple individual clients come in for UFC 222 right before the event. Just wanted that, you know, my personal individual package, and uh, I got the job done. Every bet won. That's more than some people's lifetimes, man. Once again, if you've had a bad experience out there in the past with other handicapping services, you've never dealt with us before. You've never dealt with the MMA genius before. You've never dealt with best fight picks. I mean, Dan, since July, I'm up 33 units. How does a, how does an extra three grand sound? How does an extra 30 grand sound? How does an extra 300 grand sound? There's not too many times where you come across a guy that means business. There's not too many times where you come across a guy that uh, actually says what he's going to do, and uh, I do what I say I'm going to do. So, you know, of course, after they signed up for that individual package, they had to up it up to that full year VIP membership because, hey, I get the job done. This is true, my man. Long term, the numbers speak for
0: themselves. That's what, we, what we've been preaching this whole time. And, man, that main event, I mean, we don't even got to talk about that main event, that mismatch between Cyborg, Kunitskaya, minus 1,700 for a reason. But what I do want to talk about is the real main event, that co-main event between Frankie and Ortega. And,
1: man, a lot of people got burnt uh, playing Frankie Edgar there, huh? Look, we told you on the podcast that T-City is not the guy to fade. Look, we learned our lesson on fading T-City A few months ago, and uh, never again, because T-City drowns guys. He finds a way to create chaos, and he makes guys panic. And that uh, lead elbow that he landed was just absolutely beautiful. And he was boxing Frankie up from the opening bell. So, T-City, title shot time. And uh, don't be shocked when he taps out Holloway or knocks him out.
0: You know, not only do we both pick Ortega inside the distance, but... You know, just the fact that he actually went out there and did that, that speaks for itself. And, you know, after the Moicano fight, because that was the last time that I picked against T-City, I learned my lesson, never again, because uh, this kid finds a way to win. And, you know, everyone's always talking about how, oh,
1: Frankie, he shouldn't leave his neck out there. Well, he uh, shouldn't leave his chin out there either, Shaq. Yeah, exactly. T-City is a threat in every aspect of the game. And like I said, undefeated, it's still not 1st sale time for him yet. Yeah, you know, we talk about it's first L time for
0: everybody, but, man, there seems to be exceptions nowadays. Guys like Khabib, who 25 and no, you don't see numbers like that exactly. in this day and age. And, man, this kid, T-City, when him and Max Holloway entered the UFC's octagon and they locked that cage behind them, that literally is going to be the most epic featherweight fight since, you could say, since Aldo and Holloway. You could say since Aldo and Edgar, you know, it's uh since Aldo and McGregor, even. But man, just at this point in time, because look, what was so cool about Aldo and McGregor was it was kind of a changing of the guard. It was a passing of the torch. It it was that time where, look, Aldo was the greatest featherweight of all time. He had that unbelievable run. And now it was time to, you know, pass that belt on to the new era, which was Conor McGregor. But what's so cool about Ortega versus Holloway is they're both in their 20s. They're both just kids. They're both not even in their primes yet and they're already at the highest level. It's the champion and number one contender, and it really could be an epic battle for the ages, man. You know, I know conventional wisdom says that Max might just come out here, pick him apart on the feet, and if he shoots in for a takedown, his neck could get snatched, but don't sleep on the striking of Ortega, man. As we saw in the Renato Moicano fight, even the Cub Swanson fight, and most recently the Frankie Edgar fight, his striking's come a long way, Shaq.
1: Yeah, man, his boxing's gotten progressively better each fight, and... He finds a way to create chaos and gets got. He gets guys dependent.
0: He absolutely does, and I mean, we, we got to talk about what's next for Frankie Edgar because you know, obviously, devastating loss. I still won't be surprised if a guy of Frankie Edgar's caliber works his way back up to a title shot. Now, whether he'll win the belt, that's a completely different story. But I, I think you could match him up with a guy like Ricardo Lamas, both coming off first round knockout losses, and you know, th- and, and they actually haven't fought each other yet.
1: But, you know, now uh, I feel like uh, him and Josh Emmett maybe should get down, you know what I'm saying, after they recover from these KO losses in about six to nine months. You know, they could uh, duke it out. And
0: yeah, my boy Josh Emmett's sitting in a dark room right now <laughs> <laughs> after uh, Jer- Jeremy nice. Stevens gave him the business, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, you know, T-City uh, took care of Biz, and once again he did it in a way that people didn't expect because I know a lot of people were playing Frankie and then they hedged it with Ortega by sub. Big
1: mistake. Look, we don't do hedging here at Best Fight Picks. We'll tell you to take a side, and that side's going to get the job done. Guys, MMA is a complete goldmine for betting. I mean, Dan, we get consistent, easy matchups to get the money on, and and I'm sick and tired of guys missing out on these easy max bet winners. I mean, some of these lines are softer than Charmin, Dan. Uh... You know, some of these lines are softer than Sarah McMahon in the, after the first round, you know. <laughs> some of these lines are softer than uh, Kylan Curran in that octagon. And unfortunately, Kylan Curran just got released from the company. So oh, that's man. Unfortunate. That's but, a big blow. But guys, you know, with me, I would have told you, hey, this is our last opportunity to get Kylan Curran. And thank God we cashed that uh, 10-unit play on the end zone end. But these lines are softer than Vitor usada, bro. I mean, and, you know, some people would ask, well, what do you mean? I mean, for example... Kellen Vieira closed at minus two ten this past weekend. Dan, you know what uh line we got that and our clients got that at? Minus one twenty Shaq. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, we because we're prepared and we'll we'll tell you when you're getting a steal of a line. And like we said, minus one twenty for a max bet. We're not gonna give you a minus three hundred a day before the fight. We're gonna give you a fight that's lying close and it's a complete mismatch. And, you know, people were saying, uh, what happens if Kat does this and that and uh, she beat Amanda Nunes and Misha Tay. We told you the game has passed her by. It's that style's not going to work. And as you can see, Kellen's worst-case scenario still beat her. And I don't know who scored that uh, fight for Sangano, that guy.
0: He must have had the plus-185 <laughs> uh, exactly Exactly. You know, the fight was in Vegas. Yeah. V-
1: gambling is legal over there. <laughs> you know, we told you, guys, take your hard-ons for Kat Sangano, out of the question. I know she's had a, You know, she's a MILF. Yeah, you know, she's a cool chick. but She
0: uh, smokes weed. Oh, know, man.
1: This is about getting money at the end of the day, and Ketlin's the better fighter in every aspect, and she showed that.
0: And you know, it's funny, we were getting messages asking, how could we be so confident in Caitlin Vieira? We got messages saying, Kat should be minus 600 in this spot. Kazingano beat Amanda Nunes. Kazingano beat Misha Tate. Kazingano beat Rocking Pennington. So fucking what? It didn't matter in this spot. She comes from the hoist Gracie era of women's MMA, and as you saw, Shaq, that style doesn't work anymore. It's a new era now. She didn't even sniff a single takedown, Shaq, and- And we didn't max bet this at minus 185. We didn't max bet this at minus 200. We didn't max bet this at minus 225. Shaq, we max bet this at minus 120. Pick them odds. We don't let our boners for Kazangano get in the way of making money. We don't let the fact that, you know, she'll smoke a joint with us get in the way of making money. Tell me who else besides our Best Fight Bigs VIP clients are hitting big plays at minus 120 odds.
1: I'd like to know you know and not only that you know for example i gave you a consistent winner in Cody Stamen on the podcast last weekend i mean we said if you're going to take a side in that fight it has to be stamen stamen's the proven winner stamen's the guy that always finds a way to get his hand raised he's 17 and 1 he's really 18 and 0 because the one fight he lost was a you know, a complete robbery, but I told you before his UFC debut, go back to the podcast before UFC t- 213, I told you Cody Staman is a future top 15 guy, and he went out there and proved it against a tough, fi- uh, tough fight against Caraway, shout out to Caraway, by the way, he's a junkyard dog, and he felt well, but you know, at the end of the, de- end of the day, it's about wins and losses, and uh, we got the win. And we told you that Andre Sukumtaj's fight IQ is not there. We told you about uh, the Alejandro Perez fight when he had no fight IQ. And guess what? What he uh, doing there in that, on Saturday, Dan? Ah, he lost yeah. another decision. He proved that he can't win a decision, which we told you. Go back and listen. We told you he can't win a decision. And uh, we told you O'Malley actually is a good prospect. And O'Malley is this guy. So... Uh, you know, we're we're telling you how these things are gonna play out. We told you the second Catlin and cat uh, tie up that it's gonna be a complete difference.
0: You know, it's funny. Speaking of O'Malley, this this one's funny, dude, because everyone and their mom was on Andre Sukumta. You know, I saw people putting eight unit bets on it. They were setting they were saying he was easy money. They said O'Malley was all hype. They said O'Malley is only in this position because he smoked a blunt with Snoop Dogg. Well uh You and I saw through all that, and we recognized a legitimate prospect. We told you Andre Sukumtut is a guaranteed loser if the fight hits the scorecards. We told you Andre Sukumtut has extremely questionable fight IQ and decision-making inside the octagon. Safe to say our VIP clients were very happy with that three-unit winner on Sean O'Malley at Dog Money. And, And not to mention, man, speaking of Andre Sukumtut's fight IQ, because it was a great fight, when Sean O'Malley threw that head kick and he broke his foot, All, uh, Andre Sukumtut had to do was let him back up, and the kid wouldn't be able to stand up on his own. That's a TKL win for Andre Sukumtut. But Sukumtut is literally that much of a dummy that he's like, you know what, let me get on top of this guy and see if I can just win the round, even though I'm down the first two rounds, Shaq.
1: And, I mean, just imagine, you know, hopping on board for, you know, a one-event package or uh, your first VIP package and, you know, us telling you these things in a... it exactly playing out that way i mean we said that o'malley if you stand in the pocket in front of o'malley you will lose and uh that's exactly what happened And you know we're telling you how these things are going to play out
0: i mean long term it is what it is man and i gotta say man this kid shot o'malley you know he's got a brighter future than i thought dude like now 2-0 in the ufc if you include the contender series Three and zero inside the octagon. I'm thinking he should go in there against someone like Yuri Alcantara. You know, yeah, put I him in there he, in the top fifteen. I think, now.
1: I think he's totally ready for that. You know, I think the top prospects at bantamweight right now are uh, him and Cody Stamen.
0: Yeah, just uh, don't let them fight each other yet. You know,
1: oh, yeah, not yet. Well, it's uh, O'Malley's more on the slow track. You know, Stamen's on fast track. Stamen's top ten already. Exactly. So O'Malley's more. You know, they have to build a star here, and uh, I mean, I think it's a good investment.
0: No, absolutely, and uh, I, I'm just curious who they give him next because you know a lot of people were saying that Sukumtak was way too big of a step up in competition.
1: I I, I don't understand the, the guy that lost to Albert Morales, <laughs> yeah, that guy Shaq, the guy that knocked down Alejandro three times and couldn't find a way to win a decision. Those are not the type of guys that we bet on. At fight, best fight picks. Now look, he's a good fighter. He'll go on to you know win a, another fight here and there. But we uh we told you how these things will play out. And like I said, there's nothing. Like, enjoying easy winners on fight night without any stress. We'll do all the work for you. We don't do this for a hobby. This is for real for us. If you really want that extra money in your pocket, go ahead and email bestfightpicks at gmail.com, and uh, we'll put you in that winner's circle. And we're now accepting Bitcoin, too. Exactly. So, I mean, we got all type of payment methods, and uh, like I said, we get the job done.
0: And You know, we don't even have to talk about Struve and Arlovsky. I mean, congrats to you for picking Arlovsky
1: in in that spot. But you know Struve opened minus 380 there? Uh man, thank God I won all my other bets. But, uh, like I said, I didn't understand that line at all. And, you know, Struve's completely done in my opinion now. Arlovsky's on a two-fight win streak. So, shout-out to Arlovsky at 39 years old uh, getting a couple wins in a row. I wonder who he's going to fight next.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, maybe my boy Marcelo Golma. You know, if they want to give a prospect, you know, (laughs) Arlovsky next. Or if they want to move Arlovsky up. Either way, we know how this is going to end, Shaq. Now I gotta ask you, how'd you score that John Dodson versus Pedro Munoz fight? Because oh, yeah. a lot of people were saying it was an easy win for Dodson, and I, mean, I, I didn't no, view it that way.
1: I thought Pedro won two of the rounds, but I understand this is a, it's gonna go one way or it's gonna go another way in fights that are that close. So you know, it wasn't a robbery, a robbery, or any, uh anything like that but you know i did think pedro did enough to win the fight and you know congrats to dodson for weaseling out a decision you know on the podcast we were unsure if he could still do that but uh, i guess he you know still has a little bit left but moving forward make no mistake about it he will be picked off Oh, he, he will be
0: faded very soon but back to the main card because i kind of want to talk about you know who should these guys fight next and we already mentioned for ortega it's max holloway no doubt about it i was suggesting frankie versus Lamas. you suggested uh, frankie versus Emmett. And uh, Sean O'Malley, Yuri Alcantara sounds good to me. And Andre Sukumta, who's someone that can uh, take him to decision so he goes 1-7 and seven when fights hit the scorecards? Man,
1: uh, that's a good question, man. Sukumta, I don't know where he goes from here. Well, let me ask you this. Who you got if uh, Andre Sukumta and Tomas Almeida threw down? Um, that's a good fight because um, we know Almeida's chin is completely shot and we know that Omali uh Almeida's got more volume though for sure. So if he could stay conscious, he could probably win a decision here. But uh that'd be a good fight. I I wouldn't mind seeing that. You know what's one thing I wanna say though? And you know, I would never criticize
0: you know giving a young and -and up-and-coming fighter a 50k bonus because Sean O'Malley and Andre Sukumtut I'm happy they're getting paid but to do that over Cody Stamen versus Brian Caraway who had a legitimate
1: war shack yeah like Stamen and Caraway both wobbled they they both uh, shed blood that was a complete war from the opening bell Stamen got completely you know schooled in the first round like I said shout out to Caraway because I think he's got a a good career moving forward as well as long as he sticks with it you know what I'm saying but We told you Stamins the proven winner and to come back that second round and win and it's to sprawl 20 out of 21 times. I mean, talk about a record of, uh, you know, failed takedown attempts, but, uh, Stamen got the job done, but that was the real fight of the night, those men actually had a knock and respected each other afterwards, that last exchange, that last 30 seconds where Stamen ends up shooting and almost getting guillotined, was, uh, that was the fight of the night, these one-sided fights like O'Malley and Sukumtash, that's not really fight of the night, O'Malley dominated that fight, I mean, he even dropped him on one leg, if we're being honest here, that was, uh, Clear win for O'Malley. And now I know his leg broke and it got exciting, but the real fight of the night was Stamen and Caraway. And shout out to Cody Stamen, former guest of half the battle. Three fights, top ten in the world, if we're being honest, even though they got him ranked number twelve. And what he's done in his three fights is uh remarkable.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And you know, shout out to Brian Caraway, man, for all the things that he's been through, you know, the loss of his coach. That's the only thing I want to talk about. Uh for him to come back and you know, not just for him to step inside the octagon, period point blank but for him to go out there and put on the kind of performance he did show that kind of heart that grit that vet savvy brian Caraway is a dog yeah and uh, brian Caraway is an absolute animal and uh i really hope he keeps his head up because he's got a bright
1: future too yeah i mean i think he can still win fights moving forward uh i think he can beat a lot of guys i
0: mean who, who do you want to see him I in mean, there let the me reason. ask you
1: this who you got between Caraway and kelleher That's a good fight. That's a really good fight because they got similar styles, uh, both good chokes. But I think uh, Caraway is just slightly better. Okay, interesting. interesting. Just just slightly.
0: Yeah, and and with Stamen, now that he's a top-ten guy, I mean, where does he go? I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd love to see – I wouldn't mind seeing that Fraud Sterling take another canvas nap. But at the same time, Brett Johns has some business to attend to first. You know,
1: if they want to do best – you know – Cody to take out another European Bantamweight prospect. I mean, he can do that as well with Brad Johns. Hey, Brad Johns goes out there and handles Al Jermaine. Which he and, should. You know, we'll see if he does. It's, it's a it's a tough fight. Uh Al Jermaine's still top 10, so, you know, he's still got a tough task. But uh, Cody Stammer versus Brett Johns. Or what about Cody Stammer versus John Dotson?
0: Yeah, if they re-sign John Dodson. Don't be surprised if they say, uh, I'm happy for John Dodson. I'm happy for the deal he signed with Bellator. You know what I'm saying? Don't be surprised when that happens. Yeah, don't be shocked if they let him go. And also... Hector Lombard versus C.B. Dalloway. Now, this was interesting. Congrats to everyone that bet uh, C.B. Dalloway because, as we always say on the show, you take a win by any means necessary. It doesn't matter if it's a controversial split, if it's a DQ, if it's a first-round knockout, whatever it is. And it happened to be a DQ, and uh, you guys got your money, so congrats. But as far as what I thought about the official call, I actually thought it should have been a no contest. Let me explain why, Shaq. Because, yes, it was blatantly after the bell. There's no question about it. But that being said, doesn't the ref have to separate you? Doesn't that the ref doesn't the ref have to touch you for you know for the round to officially officially be over? You know, that, that's at least what I thought. That was my impression. The ref's halfway across the room saying stop. It's like, bro, come in, at least touch them and separate them. Cause it was in the middle of a combo. CB threw a kick and
1: uh Hector countered and knocked him out. I mean, you know, he was literally right in between them and he said stop twice. And the punch was after the bell, so I mean, look. Is it did a, who do I think won the fight? I think Hector knocked him out, but once again there is rules and uh the rules have to be abide by. So, you know, congrats to C B on getting his extra win bonus, but we know who won the fight and if they uh, wanna do a rematch, um, let's go Hector.
0: <laughs> you know, it's funny because a lot of people were saying and maybe I'm wrong, but my opinion is, you know, a lot of people were saying that C B was looking for a way out and this and that. I legitimately think he was so fucked up that, you know, you every 5 seconds he was like, what happened? What happened? And They got to bring in the stretcher. I I personally think he didn't know where the fuck he was. I know you might disagree on that. Uh, I think he was fine. I just think the extra 50k was inside
1: and uh why not grab it? And I uh, he took it with full grasp. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I wanted to talk about uh you know, if you if you're a guy that's never Uh, put a bet in you're new to betting and you're just a fan currently and you're just a fan of the podcast you just want to get inside uh, insights on fights but you know you are interested in uh jumping in this million i mean trillion dollar industry of uh, sports betting and like i said mma is a gold mine for betting i mean i can guide you that guide you through that entire process i can tell you the amount to be played each fight because at the end of the day it's all about making money we cannot be sleeping on these easy money matchups people i mean Brian Keller and, H- and Hennin Barrow saw a lot of people on Hennin the day of the fight thinking there's no possible way, but... He looked good at Wayans. He looked good at Wayans. He's at ATT now. So what if he's at ATT? You think camp changes are going to change anything? There's a lot of things that need to be fixed about Hennon Barrow and the junkyard dog, Brian Kelleher, You know whose strength is uh worse worst nightmare, went out there and beat his ass, and uh, you got that from Best Fight Picks. And
0: you know what else is funny? I want to go back to the Brian Ortega versus Frankie Edgar fight. A lot of people were using this narrative of, oh, Ortega, he only has three weeks to train for this fight, as if that's some big factor. People need to stop putting stock into these kind of things. GSB came back from a four-year layoff and won. Ho Kang came back from a four-year layoff and won. And Ortega... Took a fight on three weeks short notice against Frankie Edgar in one. So I feel like people need to look more into the matchup itself than, you know, all these layoffs and all these other factors. Look at Brian Caraway. Even though he ended up with an L coming off two year layoff, he looked incredible. But then there's people like Katzangana coming off a two-year layoff, and uh she looked
1: like total shit. So, you know. I'll tell you when uh, I'll tell you when the Usa Usada suspensions matter. I'll tell you when the layoffs matter, I'll tell you when uh a two-year layoff matters. For Carway a guy that's, you know, been fighting bare knuckle, it really ain't going to matter for him. But, you know, someone fragile like Zangano, uh, it definitely will matter. But, um, you know, let's talk about that VIP service. You know, that's our most uh, booming package right now. Shout out to all my VIP clients. You know, when you get a guy that tells you what he's going to do and he actually does it, like the guys that signed up for my individual package and they upgraded to VIP, I mean, what more can you ask for? I mean, I haven't lost a bet in three weeks, guys. Yeah, that Juban, un, Juban under 2.5, Brian Kelleher, the Morano, and, you know, a 3-0 and o weekend. I actually do what I say I'm going to do. Um, so, you know, the VIP package, I mean, a lot of people are under the assumption that Dan and I, we you know, that we bet the same things. And that's totally not the case. I mean, with VIP, you get the access to two sharp minds. And, you know, for example, I like Stamen, Dan played O'Malley, and uh, they both won. And you get the pre-advance notice. There's nothing better than having the work done for it, done for you from the two most dedicated, sharpest guys in the industry, telling you in advance what fights that we need to be on, what the line's going to be, and the amount that we need to put on it. I mean, I'm a man of my word. And, you know,
0: shout-out to my client, Scott, in Florida, you know, because this guy, he understands this is a process. He understands... This is a long-term game. You know, he doesn't get shaken up, oh, if we take an L here and there, because he knows the long-term game. He knows what we bring to the table. He knows that now we're on a three-event win streak with all clean sweeps, including a 17.34-unit win between the two of us at UFC 222, and that's why that's why he called me up a couple times in one day, so happy. Now he's got extra money to go do nice things with his kids. Now he's got extra money to get that nice gift for his wife, and... uh It's just going to keep rolling from here, so I'm very excited about that. And you know, one thing I wanted to talk about is Benil Dariush versus Alex Hernandez, you know, because uh, people are acting as if uh, Benil was an easy parlay leg, you know. Are you sick of throwing darts? Had enough of getting burnt by parlay busters? I know last week people were blindly parlaying Benil Dariush. Look, Benny's a great fighter. He's a guy I have tremendous respect for. If you've listened to the show for years, you know how big of a fan I am of Benil Dariush. I mean, look at the things he's accomplished in the sport. But like we said on the show, Shaq, these are the spots you avoid the big favorite on. The fights where the favorite has absolutely nothing to gain. I'm talking about Ricardo Lamas versus Josh Emmett. I'm talking about Benil Dariush versus Alex Hernandez. You should have seen some of the comments we got on our YouTube channel when we said Alex Hernandez is absolutely no slouch and he has a very bright, future and to avoid Benil on this spot they said what the fuck are you talking about they said we just like to make up things to fit a storyline well how does a 47 second ko parlay buster fit into the storyline Shaq? tried telling y'all there were better opportunities but you insisted on doing things your way no one identifies these trap fights better than us and and for the record Shaq picked emmett outright to beat llamas
1: exactly so uh You know, I I know there's a lot of people, you know, out there that hate getting up to go to work because, you know, your boss is annoying and, you know... He gets on your nerves, and but you gotta go because you got bills to pay, and you know, I I, I understand that, but I'm gonna put that money in your pocket so that when you do have that plus 17.34 unit night between the both of us that, you know, hey, maybe you call your boss and be like, fuck off, I'm not coming in today. I'm gonna give you those extra days off, I'm gonna let you take out the wife and kids a couple extra nights a week, and uh, I'm gonna get you back on that winning page, so like I said, email bestfightpicks at gmail.com, and we'll put you in that winner's circle more times than not, and... All I ask is just let me prove myself that I'm different than the rest. If you've had a bad experience, I need you to forget about that. They're not me. I'm not them. I get the job done.
0: Now let's talk about Zach Otto for a second. You know, People were hesitant to bet him. People said Mike Pyle might actually win this fight. They said Pyle should not be plus 260 in any fight. They said Zach Otto is a jobber. They said he has no KO power. But what they failed to realize, Shaq, is that it didn't matter in this spot. He wasn't going in there against Zaleski. He wasn't going in there against Darren Till. He wasn't going in there against Kamaru Usman. He was fighting Mike Pyle on his retirement fight, Shaq. We took a minus 240 that should have been a minus 740 and we max bet the shit out of it because that's what we do. We identify the mismatches. We weren't out here parlaying auto with Frankie Edgar or Benil Dariush. We go big on spots that others are too hesitant to capitalize on. We don't create scenarios in our heads that don't exist. We don't make up false situations that cloud our judgment. We see the money in our eyes. We fire away, and that's why Shaq and I are undefeated on consensus max bets. How awesome would it feel to have a max bet, five units risked, and your fighter goes out there and handles biz in the first round without a sweat? I'm talking Mike Pyle landed less than five significant strikes, Shaq. You know what I'm saying? That's
1: what we're doing over here with our consensus max bets. I mean, guys, it's plain and simple. There should have been no hesitation. Uh on auto and pile at all i mean you know thanks uh for everyone that did hesitate for letting me get that line at minus 250 or less you know easy max bet winner but i mean that line should have been minus 500 on the opener and you got pretty much half price off but you know thanks for uh letting that line uh stay low and uh we appreciate it but um next time guys if you hop on board bestfightpicks.com i'll tell you before that line even comes out, if this line is minus 250 or less, just like with Murano and Berkman, guys, Murano should have been minus minus a 1,000, it was the easiest fight of the night, just like Otto and Pyle, uh, I'm not, but see, I'm not gonna tell you, uh, I'm not sure about Otto like a lot of people were thinking, guys, Otto's fi- a 500 fighter going into the fight, but make no mistake about it, he's a good fighter, but he's only got two KOs on his record, Dan, so what, so because he's got two KOs, he can't he can't put Pyle out. Oh, like, but he know, went
0: to a split with Josh Berkman. Oh like, my God! Know,
1: so what he won He won that uh, fight. The the same Josh Berkman that arguably beat Felder the fight before that. You know what I'm saying? So guys, I'm gonna you know take all the doubt of your uh, doubt out of your mind. I'm gonna tell you before the line comes out, Max Bet season, and uh and Dan, let's speak. Speaking of Max Bet season. You know, a lot of people, uh, April is going to be a good month. You know, we only do have one, one event this month, but guys, I will, if you guys sign up today, I will credit you for the, for the weeks that there were no events. I mean, make no mistake about it. I'm still going to, you're still going to get your full service, but, uh, April USC 223, uh, 223, I'm already seeing a couple of easy fights. I'm already, <laughs> I already smell that max best season. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's uh it's too easy, man. It, I already see a couple of easy mismatches. It's going to be easy money. I mean, and it's not what you think. I already said an easy underdog play as well, um, and it's not what you think. So it, you know, it's so it funny. It, it ain't Paul Felder, is that? It, is it, that it, <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> you know, we say we have
0: an easy max bet winner. You know, they're gonna message us and they're gonna be like, "So uh, it's Carlos Conde, right?" So it's uh, this, right? No, no, no. It's is not what you think. Trust me on that. And real quick to everyone that you know was hesitant to buy a month package uh, here in March because there's only one event. You do realize that we're gonna honor, you know, four weeks of events. That means that if there's only one event this month. It's not like the two weeks off we're gonna count that towards your package. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That that'd be a complete ripoff. Why would we do our members like that? Exactly. So what we're thinking is, and you know, we got a couple of promotions we're running, but one that I'd like to do is if you buy the month package right now, and don't get me wrong, because our year package is our best, but if you buy this one month package, we're going to give you this max bet winner here for UFC London that's coming up in March, and then we're going to give you all the events in April. So, you basically get a full month of fights plus an extra event free. So,
1: that sounds pretty fucking good to me. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a... And you know, speaking of that, we' still got our 20 percent discount off the full year VIP, like I said, this is a long-term game, and I mean how does a how does an extra 12, 13 units in three weeks sound? How does two hundred dollars
0: off sound our one-year VIP package? All you do is at checkout when you select the one-year VIP package, just type in 20 off at checkout, you get 200 dollars off, 20 percent
1: off, and uh you, you're already working with uh. With a nice two units to play with. And speaking about, you know, the whole hesitation, oh, if I'm not sure, you know, a good example of that is, you know, before, uh, around December, Mateus Nicolau and Luis Mocha, you know, Luis uh, smoker, you know, three fights, L streak in a row, and Mateus is coming off a USADA suspension, and everyone's not sure. You know what me and Dan knew a month out before that fight? That this is a complete mismatch. That Mateus Nicolau was going to absolutely smoke Louis Smoker, And, you know, Smoker fought tough, but minus 175 is what we got that line For a 30-24? Exactly. For a 30-25, 30-26, 20, and complete domination. We... We get you the easy money fights, like I said, and UFC 223 is going to be a similar night to UFC 222 because I already see a couple easy mismatches, and uh, I hope you guys can hop on board for them because, like I said, there's nothing better than enjoying a good UFC pay-per-view with an extra eight units in your uh, pocket.
0: Yeah, 100% about it, man, and, you know, some of these guys, they want to tell both of us, hey, how about an extra 17 units, you know, it doesn't sound bad to me, Shaq, and,
1: you know, I did have a few guys out there that told me they 14 parlayed our picks, and now, look, guys, you know how we feel about the parlays, but that's what I do for people. You
0: know, congrats
1: this time (laughs) on doing it, don't ever do that again, but hey, you went out there and won a couple grand for
0: that, you know, because that's what happens when you have an undefeated night. Now, you can't guarantee an undefeated night every time, but what we can guarantee is the long term winning results. And that's why, uh, you know, that's why when some of our members' month memberships ran out, that's why they re signed up again. Not just for another month, Shaq, they re signed up for a year because they value what we bring to the table.
1: Look, I had some guys sign up for one event, and, you know, that initial event, you know, some people did lose UFC Brazil, uh, Belem, but I'm a man of my word. I'm not going to let you leave my service without profiting. I gave him an extra three events. You know uh, how many bets he lost in those three events? Zero. Talk about, a, talk about a guy that gets the job done. Talk about a guy that does what he says he's going to do, plain and simple. I mean, now I forced him that, that he has to buy my full year VIP membership because now he knows that i mean business. And throughout the year, he's going to easily make that money back if he sticks to my skill, if you stick to our program, and uh, we get the job done.
0: You know, when, when you turn a one event package into a year package, I mean, that just shows the kind of confidence we grew from the results we've been putting in. Now, real quick, a couple fights we didn't talk about. Two split decisions Dern versus Yoder, Johnson versus Milstead. Now,
1: I scored them for the people that won, but uh, I was actually surprised Yoder
0: and Dern was a split.
1: Yeah, I thought uh, Durant clearly won that fight. I mean, besides the knockdown, I thought she was just you know edging out the rounds. I actually thought Jordan Johnson and Milstead was a could have won either way. Gone either way. Yeah, you know Johnson continually went out there. Like we said on the uh, podcast last week, he's gonna give you a heart attack if you're thinking Jordan Johnson's easy easy money at that line. You know you are mistaken. But granted, you guys got the job done. Job done. Congratulations, Johnson. Uh, he knows when when it's time to win. He knows what he needs to do. But Lord have mercy, does he give you a sweat? And, uh, you know, we'll see how he's like the light heavyweight Gray Maynard. You know what I'm saying? All his fights are, he wins all his fights by a split decision. But, uh, you know, he's got a lot more than that. He's got a better chin, though. <laughs> <laughs> so now, uh, now it's time for UFC
0: London. Now we move on to the next card. And just so you know, our VIP members, they already know what we're eyeing as our max bet for UFC London. And I got to say, uh, easy, money. Uh, easy money. And, some I mean, the, some, it might even be double max bet
1: oh. season. I mean this is the type of uh you know bet where you sit on the couch, kick your feet up, and enjoy some of the easiest money you made in your life. And like I said, UFC two twenty-three is another similar night. I'm smelling multiple max bets, Dan. I'm smelling I'm smelling easy money, solid plays, at good lines, minus one twenties, minus one fifteens, underdogs.
0: You know what's funny about this UFC London max bet that we have next week? It's the kind of max bet where you know you call your girlfriend into the room, you call your best friend into the room, you call your cousin in New York. You say, "Check out this fight, real quick, man! I got uh, you know five hundred to a thousand on the line. Or if you're a bigger better, I got five thousand to ten thousand on the line. Check out what these guys check out these guys I found. Check out what they're about to do to, for me. And when uh, that uh, first round knockout comes around and we cash that max bet, uh." A lot of people are going to be signing up the best fight picks again.
1: I mean, guys, I told you last week, Cody Stammen is a proven winner. There should have been no sweating when they went to the scorecards. I told you Cody Stamen's going to get his hand raised. He always gets his hand raised. There should have been no hesitation. I knew if that fight went to the scorecards, it would be scored for Stamen. <laughs> Ketlin Vieira, minus 120. Explain that
0: to me. should have been minus 320.
1: Complete mismatch. It, you know, I had, I had some of my own clients questioning me if this was the right move and i'm like guys how do you not see it i mean i heard this thing from zangano two years ago before usc 200 oh i'm back i'm this. she couldn't even sniff a takedown what takedown i told you the second they tie up you're gonna see it the nova style prevail because in the female game it always prevails the fundamentals the basics we still beat her every round honestly you know besides uh you know ketlin went went into the fight injured and we still won you know what i'm saying like i said the nova style prevails you guys have to listen to me i'm telling you how these things are gonna play out word for word and uh hop on board
0: you know they were saying uh That you know, yeah, Pyle's done, but Otto just isn't that good. And uh,
1: so what? (laughs) So what? So what if Otto lost to Volkman and you know some other? Who gives a fuck? He knocked him out in the first round (laughs) easily.
0: A minus two forty that should have been a minus seven forty. And you know, you want to capitalize on these spots. You don't want these trap fights like Benil and Frankie Edgar.
1: You, you need, know exactly who to call. You need me to tell you the trap fights. I already see people on trap fights for UFC London, and I'm already shaking my head because I already, I already see the upset happening. And some I, of these spots for, they're
0: picking for London that they're overconfident. Uh, I can't believe, buddy. And it's
1: and it's and it's, and it's sad because it's not going to work out. And when you make the easiest money of your life, like I'm telling you, you know I got a solid backup option for that card as well. If uh, you know. Things don't work out for my initial play, but.
0: In terms of the line, not in, in terms, terms of the, of the result. Line,
1: exactly. And I'm, we're predicting lines over here. We already we already know what the line's going to be. Especially with this new out. odds
0: maker. I'm <laughs> getting a good feel for him, you know?
1: Yeah. And uh, like I said, man, you guys have to hop on board to stay away from these trap fights. Do not fall in, because you, you guys know the fight I'm talking about. Don't do it. And uh, hop, get my fight. I'm going to tell you the fight to be on because, like I said, easiest money you've made in your life.
0: Yeah, you know, and, and they can go bet their uh, Duke and Waz minus one thousandths. <laughs> but when they're ready to step up and bet something sharp, they know exactly who to call. Well, Shaq, it's been fun recapping this UFC uh, 222 car. Next next fight for us is UFC London next weekend. Make sure you sign up. Go to bestfightpicks.com, go to maxbetseason.com, use the promo code 20Off at checkout to get 20% off, $200 off our one year VIP package. And uh, we're now accepting Bitcoin, so send us an email to bestfightpicks at gmail.com for for details on that. We'll tell you the address. And uh, follow Shaq at MMA Genius 5 Follow me at Best Fight Picks. Go to our official Instagram at Best Five Picks Official. Subscribe to Half the Battle on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, and Stitcher. Hook up those five-star reviews on iTunes. If you take a screenshot of that five-star review on iTunes, we'll hook you up with a free bet, as we always do. So until the next time, let's cash these bets.